You might not realize it, but we are exposed to dozens of hazards every day. Can any of these hazards negatively impact your health? Definitely. This is the Exposure Scientist Podcast. My name is Alex LeBeau, and here we answer your questions and concerns on what you may be exposed to every day. Welcome to the Exposure Scientist Podcast. The views expressed in this podcast may not be those of the host or management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. It is recommended that you consult an exposure scientist to discuss the particulars of your exposure scenario. Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Exposure Scientist Podcast. One thing I'd like to discuss and there has been a recent change uh, in OSHA fine amounts. The uh, penalties have been increased um, depending on the different types of fine. But there has been uh, legal and, and, and federal justification for increasing the amount of fines through OSHA. But one thing I find interesting, and this is going to be some anecdotal information and some uh, observation of other materials, is there have been uh, increases in the amount of incidents uh, and unfortunately deaths that occur at work sites. We have an article out that discusses uh, the increases over the past couple years, uh, the trend uh, for those injuries at workplaces. But a lot of what I am hearing, I'll say from colleagues out in the field and what I'm seeing is that there is a lack of OSHA, I'll say, bite to it. Uh, a lot of what I'm hearing about and what I'm seeing is, you know, um, OSHA is the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA. We are certified industrial hygienists. We are exposure scientists. We are health and safety professionals. But a lot of what I'm hearing these days has been a transition of where maybe things were 15 or 20 years ago and shifting from the health aspect or health side of this to more of the safety side. And that's an interesting uh dynamic uh, that we're facing. Uh, some people have thought that maybe uh, there has been less of a, I'll say, bite uh, from the OSHA side into the health uh, aspect of things. Uh, when I'm talking about health, I'm talking about exposures to chemicals, uh, physical stressors, stressors, biological agents, bacteria, fungi, what have you. What I'm hearing a lot now is that there has been a focus on going after, as I said, safety-related stuff. It could be uh, blocked emergency exits, which, of course, are important to not block, uh, but that is a safety feature, A uh, going after uh, the forklift safety issues or, or something safety-related uh, at workplaces, as opposed to the potential health impacts that may be at those workplaces. There's been lots of speculation about it. And I'm not saying this even OSHA, but, you know, there are states that have their own OSHA programs and the state programs. There has been a lot of focus that, again, anecdotally that I've heard on the safety aspect. So um, I'd like to explore that. I'd like to understand, you know, are we sacrificing, I'll just say, the health aspect from exposure before the safety aspect? You know, there has been a lot of individuals that are new and up and coming in this world of, of health and safety. There's been a lot of retirements. It's just typically how things go in different professions. Are we lacking some, I'll say, mentoring at the top for the health aspects that we're looking for as opposed to uh, the safety that people, I'll say, feel more comfortable with at the lower end? You know, do they feel 
like there's uh, it's easier to go after those safety aspects. It's easier to visually see, take a picture of, oh, well, this is a block safety exit or this ladder is improperly being used or something's improperly being stored versus, hey, you don't have the appropriate local exhaust ventilation, the appropriate controls here. You have not demonstrated that these uh, particular control mechanisms are actually efficient and functioning. You know, that takes a lot of data generation uh, when you're looking at the health aspect of it. You have to understand what the health consequences are. You have to understand that what the controls are, understand that there has been uh, some kind of verification of validation of those controls and, and look at the data on those. You know, are you looking at the flow dynamics and pro property of those uh, using some kind of manometer or something that is going to determine the uh, air capture velocity uh, to ensure that there's going to be reduced exposure within that area of work? That takes a lot more than going around and saying, well, there's there's something here that's safety related. You're not doing things, you know, you don't have this easily accessible. Uh, so I'm wondering what other people are seeing, what other people are um, encountering. Because, again, I've talked to actually people that are from the East Coast. I'm in Orlando. I'm on the East Coast. I've talked to people that are in middle America and even on the West Coast. And I'm kind of hearing similar stories that whether it's retailers, whether it's manufacturers or what have you, that a lot of things are more safety related these days than they are health related. Exposure science covers a broad subject area, including toxicology, industrial hygiene and risk assessment. From occupational, community or environmental exposure, exposure scientists apply scientific methodologies to understand exposure risks and apply controls when necessary. We at Exposure Assessment Consulting have this expertise. Please reach out to us at info at exposureconsulting.com for a free 15-minute consultation to discuss the specifics of your exposure scenario. So I'd like to, you know, I, I want to explore that more. You know, if someone from any regulatory agency wants to come on here and discuss it, you know, I've reached out to some of the people that I have known uh, at OSHA. Sounds like they've all retired. Sounds like, again, there's a new crop of people in there. Again, you know, there may be lots of factors at play here, whether it's a lack of mentoring uh, of those younger individuals. Maybe those younger individuals or new early career individuals don't feel comfortable regulating against that health stuff and using the safety as the, the way to do it. You know, there's, there's lots of different ways uh, that we can, I'll say, balance this. But if you go look at OSHA safety inspections, which you can go search, you know, a lot of them, you know, when they're looking at it, when you look at the ones that say health or safety, I'd say majority of them say safety, forklift safety. Uh, uh, very few of them are uh, impacts from, uh, let's say, um, some kind of amputation uh, or, or health-related or even um, a complaint a lot of them are, I'll just say, random kind of inspections. But even for large, I'll say, national retailers, if they've seen this once at one place, they can know they can easily go somewhere else. They don't have to evaluate data. They don't have to do sample collection to do, I'll just say, safety-related visual 
assessments. So I'd like to understand from people out there practicing out in the field. I'd love to have you give me your feedback or come in on the podcast on the guests and give you your experience. Are there any regulators, state or federal, that would like to have a discussion with me on this? Because I'm interested to see if there has been a shift or a change on how places are being regulated. Now, some places are doing great. They're still obviously protecting against that health, but they don't, again, anecdotally, from what I hear and see, they aren't getting those questions. Let me see your, I'll say, health health and safety plans for the health aspect, or have you done any employee monitoring that you can provide me data for? It's and maybe it's an overloading of the regulators. They, you know, they have one day to go in there and one day to get out. Maybe, you know, years ago where you had like an OSHA inspection, there's a whole meeting that you went through and all this process and everything. Maybe they're just interested in getting in and out the door as fast as they can because they're overwhelmed and overloaded. There may be lots of factors here at play, but I'd like to, you know, I'd like to get your feedback. Is this more of a safety culture that we're shifting to? And there's nothing wrong with safety, but is it putting health aspect into the back seat on when we're looking at exposures to uh, heavy metals, you know, uh, volatiles, what have you? I'm, I'm, I love to get your feedback. Uh, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, if you found this topic interesting, uh, please let me know. Reach out. I, I love to hear from everyone on this because I want to get feedback. And if this is a reflection point uh, or an inflection point, um, I'd like to see what we can do about it. You know, make sure that employers know that health is still paramount, that we still have to focus on the health aspect of what we're doing in addition to the safety. And that shouldn't take a backseat to what we're doing. Thanks so much for joining today's Exposure Scientist podcast. We look forward to speaking with you in the next one. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Exposure Scientist podcast. You can connect with us at our website, ExposureConsulting.com, where you can book a private consultation and send in any questions regarding any episodes or our guests. See you on the next episode.